It's Tuesday, October 5th. Welcome to the News Diet, a healthier alternative for staying informed. I'm your host, Michelle Carroll. Today, I'm going to talk about the Pandora Papers, the new antiviral pill offering hope for more COVID relief, and California's oil spill. Let's be informed so we can get on with our day. Six hundred journalists from 117 countries around the world have released what they're calling the Pandora Papers, which is their findings on the use of offshore banking by some of the world's wealthiest and most powerful figures. This is similar to 2016's Panama Papers, but looks to be much bigger in size. The network of journalists is called the International Consortium of Investigative Journalists, or ICIJ, and they worked with 14 sources to obtain almost 12 million documents that were reviewed in this investigation. What the journalists found were details on how the ultra-rich use offshore banking as tax havens from their home countries, and they do this by hiding cash in abroad bank accounts or within other assets such as real estate or shell companies, which are companies that are formed but serve no purpose other than to hold money or assets. Usually, these countries have lenient tax policies, which is very attractive for those who would otherwise owe a lot to their home governments. This report saw cases in places like the Cayman and Virgin Islands, Panama, Dubai, Monaco, and Switzerland, to name a few. Offshore banking isn't a new concept, but this investigation sheds light on some very specific details of the world's most powerful. For example, one finding involves what is suspected to be a purchase of a luxurious Monaco apartment from Russian President Vladimir Putin for a woman who is suspected to have given birth to his child. Another is the uncovering of Jordan's King Adula's $100 million real estate portfolio in Malibu, California, Washington, D.C., and more. Former UK Prime Minister Tony Blair was also called out. Now, it's probably fair to note that the method of offshore banking isn't automatically illegal, but for many, it is raising the question on if it's ethical. Critics are saying it's not right for the rich to be taking advantage of these methods to avoid paying taxes when this isn't really an option for most other citizens. But on the other hand, those opposed to higher taxes often cite these cases as examples of how raising taxes can actually end up driving that revenue away instead. A new antiviral pill is showing promising results for helping to fight off the COVID virus. Healthcare companies Merck and Ridgeback Biotherapeutics said Friday that they've developed a drug that cuts down hospitalizations and deaths from COVID patients by 50%. The drug is called molnupiravir. It's to be taken orally, and it works by cutting off the virus's ability to replicate. This would be the first drug for COVID that could be taken orally, and that could be taken at home without the need for a hospital visit. It is something where we think if we can give it early in the course of the disease, it can really take it from being the devastating disease that COVID-19 is to something that's, that's manageable. And, and that's so important. And because it's a pill, uh, it's something that obviously is, it can be quite accessible uh, to the general population. So we're excited about this because I do think it can really change the way think, people will think about COVID-19 if they're unfortunate enough to be facing it uh, themselves. Molnupiravir is said to work against all COVID strains, including the dominant and highly contagious Delta variant. However, experts are saying that at this time, it isn't to take place of a vaccine if you're looking for the best protection. 
Merck plans to seek emergency use authorization in the U.S. as soon as possible. They've already started production and expects to have 10 million courses of treatment by the end of the year. The company has also already entered into agreements with other countries, pending authorization. Over the weekend, an oil pipeline leak caused an oil spill off the coast of Southern California in Orange County, causing beaches to close. 120,000 gallons of oil made its way into the ocean, and the cause of the leak is still unknown. The Coast Guard has already started cleanup and recovery efforts, with 14 boats and over 5,000 feet of boom deployed, which is a floating device that helps contain oil. A chief executive of Amplify Energy, who owns the pipeline company, has said that they've suctioned off both sides of the pipeline and that they don't expect any more leakage. California dealt with another oil spill, similar in size, off of Santa Barbara in 2016. Back in 1969, a 3-million-gallon oil spill is credited with sparking the modern-day environmental movement. Today is Tuesday, October 5th, and you've just been informed. Now it's time to get on with your day. I'm Michelle Carroll. Thanks so much for listening. If you like the news diet, be sure to subscribe to the show wherever you listen to your podcast so you can always get the latest episode. And leave a review as we all know how that helps boost a show's visibility. If you have any suggestions on how I can improve the show, I definitely want to hear from you. I want the news diet to be as valuable as possible for you, so if you feel compelled, please feel free to reach out to me on Twitter or Instagram at the news diet or directly to my email feedback at thenewsdiet.com.